0: Hello, friends. James Corbett here, CorbettReport.com. I hope you caught my recent Ripple Hat Report extravaganza, the swapcast between myself and Ricky Verandas of the Ripple Effect podcast and Sam Tripoli of the Tinfoil Hat podcast. And if you did, I hope you paid special attention to what Ricky Verandas had to say about the importance of the idea of online censorship. That it isn't just about precluding certain pieces of information from our attention but it literally after a point starts to shape our perception and understanding of the world itself
1: the thing that drives me crazy and really kind of works me up is the fact that people now don't even have access to the side of the argument so it's like okay even if you you think that okay you're pro-vaccine even if you think that like okay you're you, you know, you think Dr. Brzezinski is pseudoscience. Like you can't even do your own research and be like, let me watch this documentary and then come, come up to my, my own conclusion. Come up. Yeah. My, establish my own opinion. You, yeah. Because you can only have a well-informed opinion if you have, information if you are informed and it's like now if you control the information and this is you know I'm going to be a recurring theme with this podcast if you control the information you control people's perspectives you can control people's opinions you can only have an opinion based on the information you have access to now if you control that information you don't know no when manufacturing consent was uh was written I mean you couldn't you know this was even really an issue you know the internet and the way they can manufacture consent using you know, what we see and what's suggested and what not. I mean, you think about like YouTube, Google, I mean, they have more power and influence over what's going on in the world than politicians, than laws, than, than anything.
0: Now, I hope that point sounds familiar because it is the essentially the point that I was driving at in my podcast episode last year on pricking the filter bubble, where I gave the perhaps not so consequential example, but one that offers offers us a window of insight into the phenomenon itself of myself coming to a different appreciation of Radiohead because of YouTube's suggested video algorithm. And the deeper question that I posed in that video was how do such things, such innocuous things as suggested, recommended video algorithms, shape our understanding and perception of the world itself? Now, for a more consequential example of that i will turn to something that occurred to me recently as it is of course the 50th anniversary of the apollo 11th mission i uh, just as a test just to see i tested out the youtube search function uh on my desktop and i was signed into youtube at the time so to keep all of these caveats in mind but i did just type in the words moon hoax that's it that was the search And, would you believe, surprisingly enough, not a single video in the top page of results before you start scrolling down and down. In fact, I didn't come to a point where I found another uh, counterexample of this, even when scrolling down. Not a single one from anything but a mainstream source or a source that was debunking the moon hoax believers. Now, please understand what my point is here, that, this is not about what you believe did or didn't happen with the Apollo missions or whether you are a moon hoax believer or you don't believe in that. That is not the point of this particular example. The point is that as soon as I typed that in and I saw the search results that YouTube was giving me and knowing, although I don't have a screenshot of this, but knowing that a few months ago, let alone a year or two ago, the first tier of results would have been nothing but documentaries and presentations from people describing the moon hoax as it was knowing that that change has occurred I instantly knew in the pit of my soul I knew that's it that's it that's it that's That's game over again this is not about the moon uh, the moon hoax or was it real or Apollo 11 in fact (laughs) I think it's probably pretty humorous that I probably disagree with the vast majority of my own audience about the Apollo missions but anyway uh, that isn't the point the point is that if you are interested in that other side there was once a time when that was a simple search away you could see that other side now that entire field of research is being buried down and down and down and down and again even if you have no questions whatsoever about the Apollo missions. This isn't about that. This is about the ability for Google or any other big tech giant to memory hold that information. And yes, I'm sure there are ways to find it. And in fact, I did test it out on a different device, not signed in, one a device I'd never used before. I tested it out, I typed in moon hoax, and lo and behold, there were moon hoax documentaries. So it does depend what device you're searching on and all of these things. But if you do not see The ability for Google or any other company to flip that switch and turn off that information and what that means, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but down the road for 9-11 Truth and all of the other topics that I talk about and many others online are talking about right now. If you do not understand what this means, then I don't know what else to say. And yes, that information will still be there. Even if it is not completely scrubbed from these controlled platforms, which I think down the road it probably will be, but even if it is not scrubbed, it will still be there in some form or other, either buried deep, so you have to search and scroll down for several hundred results before you find them, or on alternative outlets and platforms, but it will not be there at the simple click of a button on them well-traveled sites. And we all knew this is where it was going, but that moment of searching for that and finding nothing was the moment where that became a real tangible reality to me my children are going to grow up in a world where they're going to have to actively work to get this information and maybe my children will i'd like to think so but the majority of humanity will not the, we had the golden window of opportunity over the past decade to get this information out in a way that bypassed the gatekeepers and the normal controls that window of opportunity is closed. It's gone. Change my mind. Tell me that this is no big deal, that everything's okay, that we're gonna win somehow. I don't, I don't buy it. Uh, we will ultimately be able to get the word out, but not through these controlled platforms. Absolutely not. That window of opportunity is closed. It will be harder and harder now to hear voices like mine in this internet wilderness. Anyway, it's not a hopeful message today. It's a sad and pessimistic image, but I think it's one that corresponds to the reality. Again, I'm open for you uh, out there to change my mind on this topic, and I hope you will, because I don't want to believe it. But I think the information war is over and we have lost, at least for now. And uh, this battle is over and the battlefield is going to have to change before we have the profound effect that we need to have commit the revolution of consciousness that is necessary to carry this through to the next stage. Anyway, heavy thoughts for today, but uh, I'll leave it there for now. James Corbett, Corbett CorbettReport.com.